And welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we're going to talk about what to do when you don't get a response from a recruiter, interviewer, whoever it is that is stopping you from your from getting your dream job. Um, the answer I would like to point you to is, yes, you do need to follow up. This is based off of my own personal research and experience of not getting responses. Trust me, when you start your own business or are in sales, you're going to get a lot of no response, as well as the wisdom from other recruiters and hiring decision makers. But first... Buy my product. All right, just kidding. I don't have anything to sell here, but I do have an Instagram account that we just started for the Career Warrior podcast. I'm so excited to share some of the visuals from the podcast itself. Just a plug here. You'll get the best recaps, visuals, and an opportunity to give a shout out to me and to my lovely guests. Okay. So let's talk about the scenario of not getting a follow-up. I will do a play-by-play here. This may be your specific situation. You have been applying to job after job. It has been a long and grueling process. Perhaps you're starting to get a little bit emotional because you're worried that you're not going to have a good job that is going to pay income. And that's always important. And finally, you do get a response from a company who is excited to interview you. You show up to this interview, you are ecstatic, you practice and you rehearse your answers, you went back to Chris's episode um, with Marin Roberts Huntley and you practiced some of those questions. You crush the interview. The interviewer is smiling, she says you did a great job and she will be following up with you shortly. And then day one goes by, nothing. Okay, you'd expect that. You send a follow-up thank you note, and it is very well written. You mention specifics from the interview as well as just why you're grateful you had the opportunity. No response after one day. Two days goes by. Three days. Starting to get a little bit nervous. Four days. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Okay, it keeps going on, and basically you get no response from the interviewer. What do you do? And I know a lot of you job seekers are going through the situation because I get asked many times on when to follow up. Some employers and recruiters are notoriously bad at following up, and this is what we're going to address here. Just a quick note, this also will apply to the pre-interview stage. Maybe you're just sending out your resume and not getting responses the first time, um, but I just want to tailor this specific episode to post-interview stage. It's going to apply both ways, but it's just... A little bit harder to get the post-interview thing down, which is why we're going to address it here first. Okay, let's launch into three elements to cover when it comes to this topic. Number one, you need to get this in your head. Do not let the no response come down to time and circumstance. I don't want any of you who are really fighting for your dream job out there, the people who, who really want a job in such and such industry, I don't want it to come down to time and circumstance. It's one thing if you're trying and you're you're fighting your heart out and you're 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 working really hard to make sure that you do get the job that you want and you're failing and you're getting rejected and it's another thing for your job search to come down to just a fluke because you didn't send that follow-up email. And that's what I'm really trying to get down to guys is the fact that you need you need to not be afraid to follow up essentially. 
The truth is, there are a million different reasons why a recruiter or interviewer or whoever it is may not have responded to your email or did not respond or did not get back to you after the interview. Number one reason is they probably were very, very busy. And I've heard this time and time again. They're probably dealing with a lot of different emails, a lot of different things. And no, that doesn't excuse the behavior for them not to respond, if they, especially if they said they were going to give you a response after such and such amount of days. But the truth is they probably got very busy. Maybe they saw an opportunity in someone else and it wasn't you at that time. Maybe... They just missed your email because it went to their spam folder, or maybe they just missed your email. I miss emails all the time. Trust me. No matter what the reason is, you have a duty really to follow up to make sure that you got your chance, that you shot your shot. And no, I'm not trying to spark a sense of entitlement within any of you, any of you guys. I'm not trying to get anyone entitled to saying, hey, I absolutely deserve this response. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is you really need to follow through on your effort to try to get this job. Let me say that again. You really need to follow through on this effort to land your dream job because it's just that important to you. No, don't get emotional. Trust me, this is one thing that I did and I still sometimes continue to do when I'm not getting responses for things that I truly do care about is I might start to take it personally when people don't respond. I might think, oh, this is about me. I really must not be a good candidate if they didn't think I was worthy enough to be followed up on. Just going back to it, the truth is, no, maybe they didn't see you as the perfect candidate to reach out to the next day, but maybe they'll see that opportunity in you within a week Or maybe they'll see an opportunity within a year or now when you actually do land the job and they look back on how silly they thought it was that they almost forgot to respond to you. I remember when I was uh, in college rushing for fraternities and there was one that I really wanted to get into. And um, I spent all these times going to these events and meeting with these brothers and uh, just connecting. And um, (laughs) this is a funny story. Um, I... Ended up going all the way pretty much to the last stage with this one I really wanted to get into. And everything was going well. You know, people were cheering you on. It's just this really exciting process. And when bid day came, that fraternity did not stop by my dorm room. Uh, Really sad. And I was absolutely crushed. This was young college Chris. And I was absolutely crushed. I ended up following the same principles. Um, For some reason, older Chris was, you know, reaching out telepathically and telling telling him to reach out to the person who was in charge of recruiting for that fraternity, even though I was pretty sure I didn't get the bid. And I reached out to that person and he replied in complete embarrassment saying, oh my God, I completely forgot to put your name down. You absolutely are a part of this fraternity. I am so embarrassed. This is This is bad. I got in, guys. I got in. And can you imagine if I had not decided to send that text or I decided not to follow up? It was a fluke. And I'm not saying every single time that we don't get a response, it is it is a fluke. I mean, there's a good chance that people may not see you as the right fit for that company at that point in time, but don't let it be a fluke. How, how sad would it have been if I had not followed up or he had not followed up and made that happen just because of forgetfulness? It's an example I bring up because I do not want time and circumstance, like I said, to be a part 
of the decision. I want an actual rational decision. I, I, I don't want you to be a part of a company if you're not a good fit or if they don't think you're a good fit or if you don't think they're a good fit. That's a much better reason than that time or circumstance. Okay. So I repeat this. Do not take it personally. I'm speaking from experience. Be as logical and unemotional as possible. And this is just part of the game here. It's really easy to take it personally. I understand. I've done it a million times. But you're just going to move forward a lot more consistently if you're just really completely robotic about it. I'll just say it right here. Yeah, do take your pity party every once in a while. I do the same thing. But for the most part, try to be robotic about the way that you apply and follow up. All right, element number two, you need to craft an email template for yourself for when you are not getting responses. And I say template email because it's probably going to come again and again, and I'm telling you to be robotic and don't put too much time thinking about the fact that you're following up and people hate you. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. Come up with a template email that makes this easy for you to follow up when you're not getting responses. So in your message, really important things to remember. Number one, do not mention the fact that they did not respond. This may come immediately as a turnoff. So I repeat, do not mention the fact that they did not respond. And check your email, actually. This is easier to do than you think. But check for passive aggressiveness in your voice um, that suggests that they were not doing their due diligence or they were not being good employers. So watch out for phrases like, you must have been busy when I sent that last email. So, Or phrases like, I still haven't heard I still haven't heard back from you. Just know that you're not taking it personally, but some of these employers may be taking it personally and you can't control that. So I highly recommend just making sure to remove anything like that. Thing number 2, be rather short. If they're already on the fence about you, then a lengthy email is not going to help the situation. (laughs) They're just going to see this as um, an annoying thing, or they may even see you as a nuisance just because it's a really long email and it may come off as a little try hard. A short paragraph is great. Trust me, that's all you need. Just a few short sentences that make up a paragraph. In terms of your tone, I would strike a balance between professional and gracious. Use the words thank you at least once, even if you already sent your thank you email a week ago. Let them know that you're still interested in the position and tell them that any information they can provide would be appreciated. And even use that phrase, say any information you can provide on when I can hear back from you would be appreciated. Once again, we're trying to go for more of the the gracious, cautious tone rather than the aggressive tell me when I get the job tone. And that's really important when it comes to the follow-up. It's an art. You want to make sure you are delicate with this art. A question I've gotten in the past is, should I call or should I email? I recommend email. You're just probably not going to get an answer to that call. And it that just may come across as too aggressive or something else. So I would recommend emailing whoever possible. Who the email goes to is another question you may have. So I would recommend scoping out the situation and judging who would be best to move you forward. In my case of the fraternity brother, he was the person I was in contact with from day one, and he was the one who influenced the decision for me to get into the frat. So I was the I followed up with him via text. That was just the relationship that we had, and uh, it just made sense. So find out in your situation who it makes the most sense. If you do have the email of the decision maker, the person who interviewed you, and you had some good rapport during the conversation and you didn't forget your thank you note, yes, I think it's it's totally fine to reach out to that person. Also, the email subject line slash what email to send. 
I would recommend the same email thread you had in regards to the interview. Just hit that reply button. It makes the most sense, and it's something that they're probably going to open. All right. Number three, when it comes to not getting responses, in the words of the actor and philosopher Shia LaBeouf, just do it! Just do it! Just do it. Seriously. Just just follow up. You really need to take action. I know you listened to these first two steps. You are... You, you, you're just tempted. You, you want to craft the perfect email. But most importantly, if, even if you skip the first two, just follow up. I'm trying to get you to unprocrastinate right now. If you're one of the people who, who are just waiting to send that send button, put, press that send button. But you need to take action. If you really care about the job, um, what you can do if you just sent the first thank you note or you just had the interview, I would recommend setting a calendar event on your your Gmail a week from now saying follow up with interviewer just in case they did not get back to you. Just be really action oriented and I can't emphasize this enough. You need to be strategic and almost robotic when it comes to this area here. Follow up. Just do it. Eliminate decision anxiety and come up with a time, a general time that works for you on when to follow up after not getting a response. And that's a question I get even more. I when do you follow up? That's that's it's a lot of people freaking out. It's like, oh, I don't want to do it too early. I don't want to do it too late. Just a general rule of thumb. I'm not I'm not saying this is right for your situation, but I think seven days, seven days is perfectly fine. Do the next business week if you don't get a response. Maybe take this as a lesson to do your due diligence and ask the question, when should I expect to receive an answer from you at the end of an interview? I think that's a completely appropriate question to ask during the interview and just try to get the specifics next time when you're actually dealing with the interview to try to, to find out. Uh, this will provide you with more ammo, more context when you are doing that follow-up and it'll give you a better answer on when. Because if they say something like two weeks from now, it may make more sense to send that double follow-up email after that two-week period when they needed to, to make the decision. And ladies and gentlemen, there still is hope in the triple follow-up. <laughs> you can follow up again another time. I think it's okay. Just add even more time, maybe in a month from now, if you really, really care about the job and you still don't have another job, it's okay to send that additional follow-up. Just ask yourself, what is the worst thing that can happen if you annoy this decision maker? Will they blast your name or email out to every other company out there saying, this person is so annoying and so persistent, do not hire him? Highly doubt that. Unless you're just a complete bonehead and are using cuss words in that email and just making a a fool of yourself, it's not going to happen. People will probably see this as a positive thing that you're persistent and you really really care about the job so don't be afraid send that follow-up note and that's all i have for today all right hope you found this episode to be impactful and enjoyable make sure to leave feedback on this episode by following me on linkedin i'm chris Vianueva, cprw let me know what you thought about this episode and what your favorite episode was And most importantly, because it's a brand new baby account and you will have my attention, follow us on Instagram. We are at Career Warrior Podcast and leave a comment on any one of our posts and I will personally reply. Who knows? Maybe I'll give you a shout out on our next episode. All right. That concludes today's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. Go out and be warriors.